our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Good Monday morning. This is Diet Renee here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com, everybody. Now, this is a show that I do explore different people's lives, their modalities, and how maybe spirit has impacted those lives. Now, I have found um, I have found that speaking about something that spirit has given me right off the bat has been a great way of doing this and then going on to my guest. Now, my guest this morning is Miss Heather Lee, um, just Heather Lee, let's leave it there until my brain wakes up this morning and we'll go from there. Um, so this morning, um, hey, at first I'm sharing. So guys do me a favor and share, share, share everywhere because you know what? That's how we get this out and about, isn't it? We just get this out and about by sharing everything and anything. So please do me a favor and do that. You can go to the station. You can, um, Watch the show or listen to the show on WLTKDB.com. You can also go to my personal Facebook, um, uh, Diet Renee, uh, Psychic Medium. You can go to uh, my group, School Through Spirit, on Facebook also to watch it. I just paste this thing everywhere. I really do because I like getting the word out. So if you like my show, please do me a favor and get that out to the masses. Because you know it's how we it's how we keep this mojo going, isn't it? It's how we keep it going. We we you know we can't we can't do this unless people watch. So if you like what I have to say, if you like tuning in, please do me a favor and share, share, share everywhere for me. Okay. Um, I appreciate that. Now, um, lately I have been on that whole manifestation kick. I really have, haven't I? I've been off just been awful about the manifestation kick. Um and I don't know if this is basically on the lines of it or what I'm doing right now, but we're just going to kind of move forward because this morning, you know, a lot of things have just been happening in my life. Just, you know, doors are opening up, opportunities, abundance, life is kind of, and all at the same time, I feel like I'm not going anywhere. Um, sorry, guys, I'm just trying to share this everywhere I possibly can for you um, because people have said they love it when I share it. So that's what I'm doing. Um so a few more paces and I will have you will have my full attention once again. But um, this morning I really want to talk about um, one more. Do do do. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just need a one quick button that says share to everywhere. Share to everywhere is what I need. That's what I need is one button that says share to everywhere and anywhere. So if anybody's ever created that, hook me up. Hook me up, please. So, um, so we're we're still kind of talking about the manifestation thing, still kind of going forward with that, um, that type of mojo, that type of, of thought process this morning. And <clears throat> I'm 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 pushing this next step further. We're pushing this next step further. And why I'm doing by that, because you know how I've always, I've talked to you about, you know, 
doing what you want, thinking about what you want, blah, 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 making it happen. Thoughts become reality. The famous Mike Dooley, because y'all know I love Mike Dooley. Um, truly, truly, truly love Mike Dooley. I wish I could get him. If anybody knows him, tell him to come on my show. Oh my God, I love Mike Dooley. Um, and if you don't know who he is, please do me a favor, take the time and um, check him out. Because I'll tell you what, Mike is amazing. Um, but today we're going to take it a little bit further. And you know what? Um, it's just transforming your deep longing for security into sets of belongings, that type of a situation. So some people are still kind of struggling with this. So one thing I have been with my own journey is I never know when I'm successful. I don't. I don't have some I don't have some golden rule that says I'm successful when. Okay? I don't have that in my life. Okay? In any way shape or form. I just sit there and think about what I would want. I I kind of um I put it in and I walk it away. And that wasn't always working for me. So, and because I never felt as a success, I never felt as if, um, like I knew what success was, okay? And I kind of say, I really still don't understand what that whole word is or what the whole hype is. I, I really don't. I don't understand when that whole level is hit. Um, but I do understand that um, going through this, that I have to believe I'm in something. I have to feel a belonging. I have to feel like this is my place. This is my home. Okay, and let's just use the paranormal world because we all know that for the longest time I was saying, no, 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 not going to happen. You know, I talked to dead people, but I don't want to hear boo from a dead person. And nope, I would run and scream like a like a little like a little girl running through wherever I had to go and wasn't going to do it. And then I'll change. That really all changed because spirit just found a way of doing it. Spirit found a way of changing that for me and walking me into the paranormal world. And it's really funny because um, about six months ago, I thought I must be done with the world because I hadn't gotten any more offers. I wasn't going anywhere within the ghost hunting realm. And um, all of a sudden one day I just went, you know what? Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. I do feel like I'm home there. I do feel like it's a part of my life. I do feel embraced by the community. And I get a sense of belonging. I got a sense of one. I got a sense of um, this is, this is a place I need to be, you know, and I will tell you that, you know, and I will tell you what, I got asked to join a, a paranormal society last night or paranormal group last night. And I'm like, Oh yeah, let's do this. You know, um, with the condition I got to do other ones and they're like, yeah, do whatever you want. I'm like, thank you. Cause I like to jump around, you know, and have lots of fun. Um, but you know, I, I, and it was funny because quite a while ago when I met them, um, I literally felt a belonging to their group. I felt a kinship with all the investigators of this group. And it was no surprise to me that they asked me to do, you know, like um, a ghost hunt last night um, as an event and the fact that they asked me to join. And it was because of that feeling of belonging. And it wasn't that I put out this manifestation of I want this. Okay. It's manifestation is so much more than saying I want this. Because you really do have to put your heart and your soul, feel part of it, feel feel what it is, okay? Feel what it is. Now, it's funny because I do bring up Mike Dooley because, you know what, I do, I love him. I love Mike Dooley. I can't even tell you how much I love Mike Dooley, okay? Um, and again, if you haven't if you haven't researched him or looked him up, please do. Because he's all about thoughts become reality, um, that type of situation. Or, you know, thoughts become re reality is his MO. 
but it's almost also kind of like mind over manner, you know, that type of thing. Or if you're more religious, it's, you know, ask and you shall receive all of those types of things. But Mike has a scenario he uses, and I'm going to use it just because it's, it's a kick-ass scenario. <clears throat> and his scenario is, um, you know, you want this car, you want this car and, uh, um, Oh, thank you, Tim. Somebody just sent me a, thank you for searching that out. Oh my God. Thank you. One live stream, 30 plus destinations, multi-stream and reach your audience wherever they are. Oh my God, Tim. I'm so going to check that out. Thank you. Um, God, I love, I love everybody that just pays, watches my show and, and helps tremendously. Um, so I love it. Oh, okay. I got to get to the comments. I am so sorry, guys. I'm so failing at this. I love this. There you guys are. Good morning, everybody. I thought it was by myself. Um, so good morning, Jody and Brenda and Tim and Ellie and Shanna and Joe. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for bringing in the comments for me, Jody. Um, anyway, but Mike Dooley has this thing, which is really awesome. And what Mike does is say you want, um, uh, let's just use uh, the Chevy. You, you want uh 2023 Chevy Traverse. Right, let's let's bop it up. Let's go to like a Jeep Cherokee, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Let's make this an expensive vehicle, more expensive. Was it forty, fifty thousand dollars, whatever it is, with all the bells and whistles? But say you want a ruby red Jeep Cherokee. Oh my God, you want it so bad, but you can't afford it. But you really want this car. So the idea is to say into the universe, but you only say it for like ten seconds. I want a re ruby red Jeep Cherokee. You know, two thousand twenty-three ru ruby red Jer Jeep Cher Cherokee. And you say, make that statement, you put it out there. Now, you'd think that'd be enough, but it really isn't. It is not, okay? Because you have to get yourself feeling this. You have to put yourself in this. So what you have to do then is go, okay, I want a ruby red Jeep Cherokee. I want black leather interior. I want power everything. I want the nice big screen. I want Siri in there. I want navigation system. Good morning, Sherry. I, you know, I want, I want, I want. You put all the wants in. What else can I do? Well, then you go to the dealership. You go to the dealership and you find the ruby red Jeep Cherokee that they have on the lot with all your wishes. And you go for, oh, me too, Brenda. I love him. And you go for a drive in this car. Okay. You go for, you go for a test drive. You are sit there enjoying this. Okay. It's really getting the feeling. It's really getting the feeling. But he adds to this scenario because then he also says that, you know what? He has people that call him going, oh, my God, this is what I want. And everywhere they look, everybody's got the ruby red Jeep Cherokee, exactly what I want. But I can't figure out why I can't get it. Why can't I get it? What's going on? What's wrong? I've done everything you said. And this last question is, but did you put yourself in the driver's seat? After you imagined everything that you want and you've gone to the test drive and you've done it all. Did you ever once put yourself behind the wheel? Did you feel the leather of the handle in your handle, you know, in your, of the wheel in your hands? Did you feel yourself sitting into the leather of the seats? Did you feel yourself getting comfortable? Did you see yourself in your hand turning on the navigation system? Did you actually put yourself in the seat? Because if you didn't do that, you're not going to get what you want. You're just not going to get what you want. So that's, there's, that's that sense of belonging. 
Okay. Now that's with basic. That's with the basic manifestation of putting yourself into what it is you want, what it is you want to be part of. Okay. So I love how Mike Dooley says that. But that works for every aspect of your life, every single aspect. Okay. And I do believe it comes with that sense of belonging, that truly sense of belonging, because manifestation works phenomenal when it comes to. Um, cars and houses and, and children, maybe, I don't know. It, it works great with so many things. But if you don't have a sense of belonging within a community, how are you going to become part of that community? Does that make sense to everybody? Does, I mean, if, if, if I want to be a part of a group of people, if, if, you know, and lately, I will tell you what, lately I've been thinking and going, I want to belong to a, a larger group of people that have an awakening, have a sense of awakening, having a sense of illumination, having a sense of um, just growing, okay? Growing um, so, uh, psychically, spiritually, um, using my abilities, um, not for, for say, just doing readings, but just for enlightenment, um, for growth. And I thought, how do I do that? Well, I had to envision that, you know what, I wasn't the person I used to be. I had to give up that past me, that past person that felt very childlike, that felt very like, oh, my God, I need to be everybody's friends. I need to excuse my language, but climb up everybody's ass. Um, like I had to be part of everybody else. Oh, my God, everybody else is so amazing. And I have to be part of that group because they're so awesome. And that's really the way I would look at things. Now, believe it or not. When you starstruck people, they don't invite you into their fold because they don't feel comfortable with somebody that's being starstruck. They just don't. I mean, would you? Do you want to have somebody in your group that said, oh, my God, I just can I get you water? Can I get you this? Can I get this? Oh, my God, I just need to be in your presence. Nobody wants that friend. Nobody wants that person in their clutch. So I literally had to give up that old sense of me, that old sense that felt I wasn't worthy. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't, um, I wasn't, uh, you know, mature enough, whatever the words you want to use. I had to give up all those senses and go, wait a second. Damn it. You know what? God bless. I am good enough. Oh my, excuse me. Oh my gosh. Oh, the only difference between me and somebody else is like, I don't know, a hundred thousand followers. <laughs> I guess that's a pretty big difference. But when it comes to the end of the day, they put their pants on the same way I do. They read their cards the same way I do. They do messages the same way I do. You know what? They've written books. I've thought about it. I mean, it's, there's a difference there. You know what? They've instructed you know, thousands upon thousands upon thousands. I've instructed hundreds upon hundreds. You know what? But I'm still them. I'm still part of it. They just have more experience. They've been doing it longer. That's the difference. Okay. And that's a world that I went, you know what? I want to be part of. I need that I need to feel belonging. I need to feel like I'm good enough. I need to feel like, oh my God, these are my people. These are my people. And that's what I did. I started going, wait a second. I feel this way for there. I am this person, just like everybody else should be doing. Okay. And it's weird because at that point, what happened is I started getting more offers. I started to have more things come to me. I started having people, you know, just a simple, I, you know, hitting a re friendship request on Facebook of somebody going, oh my God, I don't, you know what I mean? Like they, I'm like, I want to be starstruck over these people. 
Do you hear the cat? He's going to do this the whole show, just so you know. So on the first break, I'm going to let him out. But um, he literally, instead of doing it that way, literally what I've done is I went, you know what? I'm going to hit the friend request, and I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there because I am worthy enough to be this person's friend. I'm worthy enough for that. And I'm just shocked that within two weeks, every time, oh, my God, now something's my eye. Jimmy, quit. Within two weeks, that person's, you know, has, has accepted it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. So, you know, when I did this last week, you know what? I asked other people that I didn't, you know, I would say I would think before would have told me no to be a guest on my show. I asked them and, oh, my God, they've said yes. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You said yes. I'm just, I'm honored. I am so honored. And you know what? I even went one step further. I don't know if y'all know who Post Malone is. I sent him a message on Facebook and said, will you please be my friend, basically? Will you please come on my show? This is what it's about. I mean, he has a message back. I don't know if he will, but darn it, I'm good enough to reach out and say, yeah, I, I feel worthy of myself that I can do that. And it's just a different process, guys. It's a different process of putting your yourself, your self-worth into a different category. Know that you are worthy. Know that you are able to have abundance. Know that you have this work. It doesn't matter how high up on a totem pole you feel or how low on the totem pole you feel. You have self-worth. Does that make sense? You're good enough. And you have to see yourself as good enough. You have to give yourself that sense of belonging. Charlie, keep pushing your limits. Glad you are realizing this. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you, Miss Charlie. Happy Monday, Michael. Um, and it is, but and I will tell you what. Um, right there, Charlie Lynn is a great person that just pushes me and just uh, is always telling me, you're worth it. You're worth it. You need to do this. You need to go. You need to do this and that. And, you know, it's really created a different realm for me. It's really, I will tell you what, having somebody tell me that and then me starting to believe it has really set a different precedence for my life a hugely different precedence. You know, for instance, I'm starting to hook up doing galleries around Wisconsin. I have an agent now. We are, me and Rob Thompson are looking at doing events, um, a connection tour over on the East Coast. You know, there's just so many things that my realm has opened up to because of the fact that I would, I belong to this community. I'm part of this community. I have a lot to offer this community. You know, and literally it's a mindset change, guys. It's just a mindset change. In order for you to bring things into your life, you have to have a mindset change. Uh, Michael, I need a kick in the ass. Can you help me out a lot? You darn it. Yes, we can, Michael. That's it. Michael, I need you to say yes. We are going to find a venue and we are going to do a gallery together. And if you don't say yes, my assistant's watching and she will harp you down until you do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So there's your kick in the butt, Michael. Let's do this. Um, yes. Awesome. Michael said yes. So I don't know if we're going to be in Minnesota, North Dakota, or where. Michael, we got you. There you go. See, Charlie Lynn's right on board with us, Michael. Um, if anybody didn't know, Charlie Lynn, a.k.a. the lady behind Charlie Lynn, is my assistant who is pushing my butt so hard, which is awesome, and I love her to death. <clears throat> so if anybody knows that, she's awesome. She's not only a phenomenal psychic medium, a teacher, she's also my assistant, which I love her for. Um, so literally, it's a matter of that. It, I will tell you what, it's it's so much more than picking up your girl, big girl panties or your big boy panties. It's so much bigger than that. It's really giving yourself an attitude adjustment, okay? Just an attitude adjustment, um, which is 
it's huge. It's phenomenal. It's like, whoa, where am I going to go from that? Um, yes, yes. Venues with Tiet Renee and Paranormal Investigation Fund. Oh my God, isn't that awesome? Should we just do? Should we just do Paranormal Investigations off? Why not? Why not? We'll just do it all. We'll host them. There you go. Thirty bucks a pop. Come on with us. We'll take you on a tour of the of the the graveyard. Um. <laughs> they are fun tours, by the way. Um, but it is. It is a matter of putting yourself into that place, um, which is just a lot of fun, guys. It's a ton of fun. It's, it's, you know, just putting yourself into that moment. But it is an attitude adjustment. It is looking in the mirror and putting a post of Bob saying, fucking hey, I rock. Oops, I swore again. Oh, my God. My mouth is just going to be naughty today, guys. Wrong for, show for the swearing, but, you know, YouTube don't kick me off for it. Um, but it is, it's a, it's an attitude adjustment. So you know what, this week, guys, I really need you to put those post-it notes up on your mirrors, on your refrigerators, in your windows of your car, you know, that said, you know, I am, I'm, I'm worthy. I am awesome. I am, I am willing, not, not willing. Damn it. You are going to accept change within your life because damn it, you are that person. There's no reason for you to sit on the sidelines and think, oh my God, I can't, I don't have the money. I can't go to Mexico because I don't have the money. Well, why don't you have the money? It's because you don't feel worthy of it. Find something else. Checks will come to you. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put that out there. Checks are going to come to me today. Money's going to come to me today in multiple different forms. I'll, I'll say three different forms that are going to come to me to make me more wealthy. There you go. Bingo. I'll have an offer by the end of the week for something that'll make me more of a public figure. Bingo. Why? Because I'm worthy of it. I'm worthy of it. And then we'll have to talk next Monday to see if it all happened. And if it doesn't, darn it, I'm going to put it out again next week. Why? Because I'm worthy. And because I am a person that can have this in my life. Why? Because I'm allowing it to. And you need to allow this for yourself. It's life changing. Michael, and Michael, I'm going to use you as an example because, you know, we've, you've, you've talked a lot about it with you all throughout the show, but literally somebody that, you know, is a phenomenal effing psychic medium, phenomenal. Oh my God, he's amazing. Okay. Wants that his life, knows that his life path, but had to make a huge jump to say, I'm worthy of this and I'm worthy to be my own boss. I'm worthy of all this and I don't have to work full time. Why am I doing this someplace else when I can do it for myself? He put a thought process to it. He's doing it. Okay. Charlie Lynn did the same thing. Phenomenal. I've watched people do it in my life. I've watched them do it over and over and over again. And it's an attitude adjustment to say, Hey, here I am. Jamie Lynn, be the change in your life. Embrace your worth. You will prevail with good. Exactly. Jamie, exactly. That's exactly it. So guys, I need you to start doing this. We've, I've talked about manifestation. I've talked about all this, you know, almost until I've been blue in the face, but I, I am, it's something I'm passionate about. I'm really passionate about somebody standing within their power, knowing who they are, standing in their power and saying, damn it, this is mine. This is me. And I will not be overshadowed. I will not be not seen. Okay. So take that guys and run with it. Cause I'll tell you what, you're awesome. You are awesome. You know, so You'll have to you'll have to let me know if this is working for you. You'll have to let me know if you've been able to change your attitude, adjust your trajectory of who you think you are. And then you know what? I, I will tell you what, here's another thing. If you're not quite sure who you are, if you're not quite sure um, anything about you, phone a friend. Phone a friend. Tim, my wife has always been a bigger believer in affirmation statements. I am exactly. 
Um, and I have, oh, I love those, Tim. I love those. So literally, do me a favor. If you don't believe your own self-worth, phone a friend. You know, play that game. Who wants to be a millionaire? Use your three lifelines. Phone a friend. Do some polls. You know what I mean? Send out, um, send out, you know, that question of what do you think of me? What do you think? I mean, that's huge on Facebook. I did it once and it blew me away. You're welcome, Michael. I literally, I will, I, I could not believe it. I put a Facebook post on there. You can look at it back in somewhere. It's uh, basically says, what do you think of me? And I thought, oh my God, what did I do? I would never do that. Oh my God, what did I do? And I was blown away. Guess I'm calling you later, LOL. Oh my God, Lori, I hope so. Um, literally, I was blown away by the responses. I was blown away. And I'll tell you what, it helped boost me on who I was, who I thought I was. It gave me an attitude adjustment. So do yourself your favor. Do the same thing. Put a Facebook post out. What do you think of me? Ask your family and friends. Ask your family and friends off of Facebook. Start believing in yourself, okay? Go to work and see if you do a good job. Put that all in your tool belt because you're amazing and you deserve the world, okay? So everybody, um, that is the end of my speech, my babble this morning. We're going to take a quick break here on WLTKDB.com. When I get back, we'll be back here with Heather. Brandon Wainwright is an animal lover, author, energy healer, and former police officer. In April of 2018, he and his family lost their dog Tyson to a brain tumor. It was an inevitable experience that comes with being a pet owner, but it was devastating nonetheless. Tyson's Gift How an 8-pound canine became a man's greatest spiritual guide. In the story of Tyson's life, from his entry into the lives of Brandon and his wife Misha, to his equally impactful departure and continued spiritual influence, Tyson's beautiful story will entertain and comfort readers of all backgrounds. Get your copy at Tyson'sGift.com. That's Tyson'sGift.com or wherever books are sold. From its beginnings, Eust was created to unleash the excellence of nature's healing powers and bring them to people everywhere. With almost 90 years in the market, they are considered a worldwide pioneer in complete herbal wellness therapy. All Swiss Eust products are natural, essential oil-based, pleasant, and harmonious. They are extracted from plants and herbs with the latest technology to ensure the best results. Swiss Eust Live Healthy with Consultant Stephanie will guide you in the right direction to find the perfect essential products just for you. For example, have an upset tummy? Try our soothing chamomile that has not only been used by many, but trusted for years. Keep in mind, you just can't get these amazing oils at your local shopping center. They're just too special. For that, you need a connection. And that connection is Stephanie. Want some? Then head on over to Facebook and search Swiss Used Live Healthy. That's Swiss Used Live Healthy. And contact Stephanie today.
everybody. I just get Renee here back with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB. I want to tell you a minute about my tell you a minute, tell you a moment about my guest, Heather Lee Landon this morning. She is a board of directors member of the Warren Le Legacy Foundation of Paranormal Research, founder and host of Exploring the Paranormal Vodcast, the regional director of services at the Warner Legacy Foundation for Paranormal Research, the founder of Exploration Paranormal. And I will tell you what, she's also an author. She's amazing. Let's bring her in. Hi, Heather. Hello. How are you? Are you all those things? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and actually, I'm no longer a regional director for the Warren Legacy Foundation. They've made me the chief administrative officer of the foundation. Well, there you go. You upgraded. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's the only change. <laughs> that's, my, that's my whole thing today is just upgrading. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Upgrading, yep. upgrading your life. So tell everybody a little bit about you. Um, well, I started researching the paranormal um, over 30 years ago when I started having experiences seeing my grandfather. I had a whole bunch of questions as to why he was, I guess you would say, haunting our home because yeah. he had never been there. He had died long before we moved there. So it was just kind of weird to me. And back then we went to the library to get all of our stuff. We didn't have the internet like we have today. So it took a lot more research. And that kind of got me into not only wanting to know why we have paranormal activity, but how it manifests. And then also the history behind the location. So I'm a huge history fan when it comes to going to these different locations. And from there, it just kind of grew. I mean, <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So let's go back to your grandpa a little bit. What stuff did mm -hmm. he do in the house? You know what I mean? Because everybody, when right. they think about paranormal, they always think about devilish or Satan and yeah. everything that's really not. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, what had ended up happening is I would see him sitting by my bedside. Um, sometimes I would see him standing at the foot of my bed just looking at me. And then um, it, this one always freaked me out. And I know he didn't do it intentionally, but I would be brushing my teeth and I would stand up and he'd be in the mirror behind me. Oh it's God. that the shock factor of, you know, and there it wasn't even enough room in the bathroom we had for someone to stand behind me. Oh, wow. So it was just, you know, shocking. And um, other than that, he just kind of walked through the hallways and was just there checking on me, it seemed oh. like. Because even to add on to that story, um, and I think he's connected to, of course, it's a Raggedy Ann doll, um, but I think he's connected <laughs> to, a, a, <laughs> you know, I think he is connected to, because it's a pair of Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls that used to sit on um, his and my grandmother's bed. Oh. And I didn't have those dolls for many years. My cousin had it. And my mom got the dolls back and then sent them to me knowing I would want them. And I had just been diagnosed with stage five kidney failure at the time. And all of a sudden he started reappearing. I'd see him in our apartment. And this is when we lived in Vegas okay. and he was just appearing out of, you know, out of the blue again. Then one night I woke up or I had a dream and he was sitting by my bedside telling me it's not my time yet. Okay. And my uncle who had died 14 years, or oh goodness, 18 years ago was standing right behind him. And when I woke up, my grandfather was holding my arm and then he faded away. Oh, wow. And then immediately after that, my kidney disease just started improving and I'm now stage two. Oh my God. That's phenomenal. Yeah. That is phenomenal. Yeah. And I mean, I was a nurse for 21 years. So I know when you hit mm -hmm. stage five, you're just like, Oh, this is not yep. pretty. This is not, there's <laughs> not much coming back from stage five. You know what I mean? No. Just, so. I, I thought my life was over. I mean, I was just, and then it was a combination of that. And then also my saying, I wasn't going to let this affect my life. Yeah. You know, I changed my diet and they did a biopsy 
couldn't even figure out what caused it because it came back as a healthy kidney. Oh my god! But my but my blood work was showing I was stage five. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. Just that story alone is incredible. So I love mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? I love yeah. that. Um, so now, are you? What got you? You did the paranormal. You got the research. How did you become a founder of these things? Why? Why did you decide? Oh my God, I want to start doing this as you know, uh, either a profession or a side gig or what? You know, I mean, not everybody just jumps into that. You know, so I lived in a haunted house. I'm good. Right. No, it was kind of interesting because I had always had that interest. Um, anywhere we would go, like if we went to Gettysburg or anywhere on vacation, I would be like more interested in the haunted history. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even now when we go on boat tours here in Florida, I'm like, that house is haunted, that building's haunted, <laughs> you know, so it was just kind of something that always stuck with me. But I never really joined a team until 2019. I had joined a team out in Vegas. And other than that, I just kind of did my own thing. I did my own research, you know, I would, you know, pair up with teams if they needed help with something, but I never really had a team. Okay. And when I joined this team, great members, I'm still friends with all of them today, um, but I didn't last you know, long on it. Of course, COVID hit and that kind of had a partial to it, but right. it was, I want more of a scientific method brought to this field, okay. even though we can't use the true scientific method right. because, you know, you can't ask a ghost to, you know, interact with you on command, but it, the you field can. needed to be more. <laughs> you can, but they don't always do it. You don't always do it. They did it for me once for a ghost box. I was sold after that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes they're cooperative, but you know, when it comes to that retesting your hypothesis, you don't always get the same results. That's exactly that's the problem with this field. And um, I, I just was realizing that in order to do that, I needed to start taking control of my own teams. Right. Um, so I left the team, started doing stuff on my own, but of course my husband didn't want me going to locations alone, which I truly believe. And I truly don't think you should go alone when you investigate. Right. And then my son started showing interest in the field. So he was joining us and we just, that it's our team is the three of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. And okay. then it was real interesting because a producer came to me and he thought it was really exciting to have a family of paranormal investigators. So we filmed two documentaries up in Goldfield. Love that. And from there, it just kind of, you know, when it came to the Warren Legacy Foundation, I was like, well, you know, it's, you know, the Warren Legacy Foundation, first of all. But you never tell me what that is. Yeah, you know? it, it's actually, um, it was founded, have? it was founded by um, Lorraine Warren and her grandson, Chris McKinnell. Okay. Just before, uh, in 2014. Okay. And what it was is um, Lorraine still was a part of Nesper, which is the original group that they founded in New England, but that mm -hmm. pretty much covered New England. Okay. She wanted more of a global reach because people worldwide needed help. That's true. Yeah. And what, what the foundation does is we, we have regional directors all over the world, um, members all around the world. We help people with paranormal activity, um, of course, demonic activity, as well as um, we also work on educating the public. Okay. Okay. And we offer psychic support as well. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's be I love that. So I'm glad everybody, you know, and, and can anybody just reach out to be a member or? We do have some strict guidelines on becoming a member, but oh. anybody who is interested can apply. Um, okay. They go through, you know, we have a questionnaire that they fill out with their experience. Um, we do ask for three references um, as far as client references, people who they've helped. Then we also... Um, our a new requirement that we have is that because um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to collect a database mm 
-hmm. And we don't ask for personal information of clients because that's not anything we need. We just want information on like the city, the location, the time, because Chris is trying to map out Mm -hmm. what is a common cause among all of this activity. And in order for us to do that, people need to share their cases with us. I love that. So we're asking in order to become a member, we're asking that you share at least four cases, you know, and it could be just, you know, like some of the cases I shared recently are when I joined were um, we would go investigate a museum. Okay. You know, the museum didn't want their information out there because they did a lot of children's tours. So they said, don't, you know, let people know who we are. Um, But I shared all the data that we collected during the investigation. So that's just the type of stuff that we ask from our members. Okay. It's beautiful. I love that. I love that. I know we kind of digressed into something else. I was going to get to that <laughs> later, but I got interested. I'm like, okay, yeah. here we go. I, you- I do the same thing. I'm like, I, and I'm just- <laughs> so I want to break this down a little bit more for people that don't know who Miss Warren is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's a bigger name to you. It is, but not to everybody, yeah. unless you're really paranormal, you're not going to know who she, you know, right. who she is. So can you explain to everybody who she is or who they are? Um, the way I view Ed and Lorraine Warren um, as the, uh, I don't want to say the founders of the paranormal research because, I mean, it dates back to the early 1800s and even earlier, mm-hmm. but they were the true pioneers that made it public, made it known. They let people know what they were doing and they um, offered to help anybody. They didn't charge, which mm-hmm. is a standard nowadays in the paranormal field. Um, and they were focused on educating the public. Um, Chris's big thing is he also says, you know, he wants to carry on their legacy by showing the public there's nothing to be afraid of. And when you show fear, that's when you're more vulnerable. Right. And it's more or less, you know, they just wanted people to know that, you know, the paranormal activity is out there Mm -hmm. and, you know, some of the main causes and that, you know, even though demonic activity is not common, there are people available and ready to help for those who are truly suffering from it. Right. Because it is there. I mean, it is there. It's just not the, it's not the biggest thing of paranormal, I guess. It's it's a small fraction compared to, Mm -hmm. I always tell people, if you find the demonic, call the Catholics, they'll take care of it. Because you know what? The Pope has got a whole segment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if it's right, wrong, or indifferent, but that's my thought process because it's Mm -hmm. not, that's not my MO. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Satan appeared, I'm running. I'll be the first person to say, I'm out, not coming back. Sorry. I'll get you a number mm-hmm. call, you know. But to go back to um, the Warrens, you can actually see old documentaries of them, you know. I mean, yeah. it's through 1960s, 1970s filming at its mm-hmm. best. Right. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know the Shock Docs did a recent um, documentary within the last year on Discovery Channel or Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, one thing that I tell people when they don't know who the Warrens are, I would tell them, you know, the Conjuring movies. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. One of the guests just wrote from the country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So you're also an author, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Yep. Let's talk about that. Yep. Book. Okay. Um, well, I actually have been writing since I was 16 because, you know, as long as I've been researching the paranormal, I've been writing. It was funny. My neighbor worked at a newspaper and she needed someone to cover the football game for the high school. And she kind of just said, here, go. <laughs> And from there, it's like I sparked my writing interest. Um, But I did finally find a publisher and I have a book coming out from the History Press on August 22nd called Haunted Southern Nevada Ghost Towns. Okay, it's actually a um, it came from the idea came from the documentary we filmed up in Goldfield because it was called Real Haunts Ghost Towns. Mm 
mm-hmm. and it covered Goldfield, Gold Point, and all the different. So I was like, you know what? I already did the research for the documentary. I'm just going to put it down on paper. There you go. That sounds like a yeah. plan. It, it was real easy, and I did that. And then that spawned, you know, a couple different things too. Because next year, next August, I have Legends, Lore, and Ghosts of the Vegas Valley coming out, as well as Haunted Florida Lighthouses. Oh wow! I signed contracts for both of those books. Oh my gosh, I love that. So you know more than got published and boom, here you go. Yep, exactly. You know, it's so funny. I should have probably did my today's talk on, you know, what when spirit tells you when to do something, you do it. Because I'll tell you what, that book thing's been coming out again. Like I haven't done it. So they're coming from a million ways, you know? Yep. So I love that. So when can we expect the first book to be out? August 22nd. It is available for pre-order. Um, I saw it on Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, and a couple other local bookstores. I've heard from people who follow me. Um, they said that they went to their local bookstore and pre-ordered it. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. That's awesome. So let, not nothing from the books. I don't want to give anybody some spoilers and then not buy the book. But can you talk about some other like investigations you've gone on that are just cool, I guess? Or <laughs> I don't know. Interesting, cool, uh, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, one that is not in the book, but it might end up being in the uh, Vegas Valley book, but I'll still bring it up, is we um, investigated a, it's no longer the location it used to be, but it was a popular mob hangout Okay. in Las Vegas. And it was very interesting because we did a, um, a spirit box session and it was more or less we were kind of just it was an event type thing so i use the spirit box not for evidence of the paranormal but as you know it's entertainment for people and you still get some amazing results with it but you know there's always that thing of um pareidolia audio pareidolia mm-hmm. that can occur but we we're sitting there and this one was obvious we, it wasn't pareidolia because we were getting full sentences right and not just one or two words and it led us to an area of the floor and it had said, you know, below your feet. So the girl asked, you know, well, what is below my feet? And it was dead body. And the, I am losing my light. The sun is I'm going behind. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're going into nightlight. I'm like, do you have yeah. a spirit with you right now? <laughs> the sun started setting and I only had one light set up because I thought the sun would be enough. That's okay. <laughs> but um, then the more research we did after we talked to the owners that there was a body buried there because the mob did a lot of murders in that area and the body just stayed there. So the spirit led us to the body. And then another investigator had, um, they were asking questions. Um, you know, how'd you kill your, you know, people, you know, knowing what it was. And we got a key that I cut up. So, okay. My my internet is going in and out. Oh my god, tech issues. Brandon Wainwright is an animal lover, author, energy healer, and former police officer. In April of 2018, he and his family lost their dog Tyson to a brain tumor. It was an inevitable experience that comes with being a pet owner, but it was devastating nonetheless. 
Tyson's Gift How an eight-pound canine became a man's greatest spiritual guide In the story of Tyson's life From his entry into the lives of Brandon and his wife Misha To his equally impactful departure And continued spiritual influence Tyson's beautiful story will entertain and comfort readers of all backgrounds Get your copy at Tyson'sGift.com That's Tyson'sGift.com Or wherever books are sold Hey guys, sorry. I don't know if it was mine. It was more than likely mine because I don't know why I had good weather today, but it happens. So <laughs> continue with your story. <laughs> no problem. I thought it was me at first. No, I'm like, it, it you know, the sun goes behind the clouds and <laughs> yeah, on my side, it literally took me offline. I'm like, why am I offline? What's going on? I'm like, ah, so it is what it is. So, <laughs> no problem. So, you know, like I had said, it was interesting. We got the EVP that um, they used an axe was one of the EVPs and they cut off their victim's heads. Oh, wow. You know, it was clear as day. I cut off their head. So it was really interesting. Um, but one of the most memorable, I guess you would say, experiences that I had in Vegas, um, we were walking through another location that's undisclosed. Of course, that's the problem with Vegas. They don't want anyone to know they're haunted. Right. Um, we were uh, kind of just walking through and someone had said, wouldn't it be cool if we could talk to Tupac because it was close to that area. Yeah. And I got an EVP on the video recording that said, I'm right here. Oh, that's too cool. So I'm like, is it him? Is it someone else? But it was like so perfect. And I'm like, that is like the best evidence I've ever collected when investigating oh. Vegas. I love that. It's so funny because I was on an investigation last night and we're just mm -hmm. playing around and, and somebody had a, I guess a spirit box, ghost box, mm -hmm. a little one, you know, and I don't know what the, the spirit would not, we were at one of Al Capone's hangouts type of places. Okay. So all the mob and mm -hmm. this and that. And of course it wasn't Al Capone we're talking to. It was one of his, his buddies, but the guy wouldn't leave me alone. Like, you know, meters behind me kept going everywhere I go. They were going off. I'm like, okay, we had this joke. Like I kept saying, I have a date tonight, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I don't know what led me to say this because we're talking to him through the box. And also I went, are you menopausal? What's going on here? And he start, he goes something like I am and starts laughing. And you could hear ha, 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 ha through the box. So I was like, I was dying. So. <laughs> that, that actually reminds me. We were in a, um, this was the place that we were doing earlier that I had mentioned in Vegas um, with the mob hangout. And something had grabbed my butt. Yeah. And one of the girls had a spirit box going and I was like, who grabbed my butt? Yeah. And all of a sudden over the spirit box, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was like, yeah. I mean, we were having, yeah, because the location where we're at last night, um, I'm told that they, you know, because it is one of the speakeasies or they, they mm -hmm. believe it to be one of them. Um, anyway, and, you know, they have a lot of. They, they like the ladies, they're grabbing the tushes, they're, they're touching the ladies, they're pulling the ladies' hair, all of that type of stuff. So mm -hmm. we were, I was yeah. having a blast. I, I love going to mobster type things. I, mm -hmm. I have an affinity with them. Even in my practice, they tend to find me through, you know, like family members that you would never think had a connection. All yeah. of a sudden I'm talking to like a gangster and I'm like, mm, why do I have like the godfather here? <laughs> They're like, oh, that was grandpa. Okay, you know what I mean? So that's my introduction into the mob. So, you know, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So what other things that, now you've moved from Vegas to Florida? Yes, we actually were originally from Florida, um, okay. but my husband got a job in Vegas. Then COVID hit 
And it was one of those things where he found a work from home job that paid far better than the casinos ever paid him. <laughs> and we're like, well, why don't we move back to Florida so we can be closer to family? Okay. So just last September, we made the move back. Oh, beautiful. Now, do you miss the hauntings of, of Las Vegas then in that area or? I, I do because I really, we had fun, especially my son. We had a lot of fun going and exploring the ghost towns. Okay. And doing, you know, all the history behind that. But Florida has so much more. We have, you know, pirates. We have, you know, Civil War Confederate soldiers. Um, the battlefields here, um, sunken ships off the shore. It, it's just, there's so much paranormal activity here. That wow, it's, so much. It, it kind of explains why Florida is crazy. <laughs> I always think of Florida as just a retirement community. <laughs> yeah, no. Retire, go to Florida. Yeah, retire, right. go to Florida. You know, you're young, go to California. If you're ready to retire, go to Florida. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's like the two exactly. of the world. <laughs> Not for anybody in either community. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so I like that. When you said pirate ships like sunken, I mm -hmm. like that idea. Have you gone to some of those yet? Or is it just, uh, or started to research any of those? It is a little bit. Um, the one place that I have gone, but I haven't conducted an actual paranormal investigation there, but a friend of mine who owns the Florida Paranormal Bureau of Investigations over in Vero Beach, he went, He has done investigations there, but it is, um, I am drawing a blank, but it's one of the treasure museums. Okay. Uh, Mel Fisher's, Mel Fisher's Treasure Museum. And oh, wow. he, he actually, um, there's three, three pirate, not pirate ships, but three Spanish galleons that sunk off the coast of Vero Beach during a hurricane. Oh, wow. And they're still pulling gold up from that after they've been found, but everything is in the museum. Okay. And the moment you walk into that museum, you, it, you, even if you're the only person in there, you feel crowded. Oh, wow. It, it's, that's, <laughs> that's they're crazy. everywhere in that museum. That, well, I, you know, I'm getting that the movie, the pirates of the Caribbean, you know, the, mm -hmm. you know, the, Dead men walking, whatever one yep. it is. I think that's the right one. Where you know they they've stolen their gold, so you know they're they're in the moonlight. You see the skeletons, and that's my that's right. my visual of this museum. Like you know, <laughs> that's exactly like, probably how it felt. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. So now, when you do your investigations, do you do like um, research prior to, or do you wait until after the fact? I personally do. I know a lot of people don't like it because you don't want to skew your. Um, what your experience is during the investigation, but I like to know everything I can about the location. Okay. So not even so much about the paranormal activity, but just everything about the location, you know, who lived there, what's the history, what was the building used for? Because then that can help you guide your questions to determine mm -hmm. who you're talking to. Okay. You know, if it's a tavern now, but it used to be a brothel, if you're asking questions about the tavern and not getting any answers, if you switch your questioning to brothel type questions, um, you might start getting answers or results because the ghosts there might not know what you're talking about because they have no clue what a tavern is, you know, okay. or something like that. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. I do and that makes sense. Cause I know for myself when I go in, I don't want to know anything, mm -hmm. but I'm yeah. doing it as a medium, you know, like right. I, I got asked to be part of another team last night. And they're like, do you have equipment? I went, me, <laughs> me, <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they kind of laughed at that, but it's only because if I go in, my information is skewed. If I know anything, you know, if I right. know anything, I'm completely skewed and I might as well just walk out the investigation. I think mm -hmm. that's my own personal opinion, you know, of the medium on, 
you know? Right. Do you use mediums at all in your investigations or you just keep it all more, I'm going to say this, people are going to shoot me more psychic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do. I don't want to call myself a medium because I don't feel I am, but I do feel I have some psychic abilities. Um, yeah. Definitely empathic. I can pick up on spirits. I see and hear them all the time, right. but um, I don't use that as my investigation tools. Um, okay. I have worked with mediums. Um, they of course go in blind. I, right. I don't even give them the address to drive themselves. I have mm -hmm. someone drive them yeah. because you never know if they know where they're going, they could always research it. Yep. So it, it's just, we'll pick you up at this time, you know, yep. and that's all they know. Exactly. Um, the Warren Foundation deals with them a lot, but we mm -hmm. don't use our mediums or our psychic information as evidence. Mm -hmm. And so we have physical evidence, um, such as EVPs or other types of recording or data to back that up. Oh, I think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly, and I get that 110%, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I get that because um, I got to be part of an investigation that um, is going to be televised and it's not mm -hmm. out there yet. So I can't say the location or anything like that. Right. But literally, even when we got to site, um, <clears throat> like, you know, everybody else, you know, the paranormal team went on there their tour of all the buildings in and out. I'm like, we were, we were like, nope, we're, we're not going to go. I didn't want any, I didn't want any information. Before. Mm -hmm. I didn't want hits before we went on to do the live, you know, right. just because of that factor. So yep. now do you look at, even though, I guess I'm going to put that out there because this out there, because I know you're, you're looking at more scientific data and this and that, mm -hmm. and it's going to the medium's brain, but scientifically they've actually started to prove through neuroscience of the medium's brain. So do you right. think that might one day kind of incorporate into paranormal investigation as more of a viable thing? Or what do you think? I, I do feel it can. Um, the one thing that I would love to do, and I know this sounds crazy, but is um, do some type of brain mapping during an investigation. Um, yes. Or, you know, it would be, it's a shame they're not portable and they're big and clunky, but bring a CT machine with well, <laughs> or an MRI to, well, to map out what happens. They can go on the brain. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, to do something like that. And then if we can get activity on that at the same time, the medium picks up on something and there's that scientific data to back it up. Mm -hmm. That's when it can be proven. You know, right now might be a good time to do it because neuroscience is actually going in the direction of that with mediums. Mm -hmm. They want to prove the medium's brain. You know what I yep. mean? So they're actually proven scientifically how a medium's brain works. Uh, when we're connected and this and that, and they're like, it, the brain actually goes like hot fire, really bad. Like the receptors mm -hmm. just go off like mad. Yeah. So, you know, it may not be bad to contact some neuroscience, maybe a college that's studying it, say, hey, come along with us with your little tiny gadgets and let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to definitely have to do that. And bring that with, <laughs> well, if you go for the Warren, like a, yeah. like a sponsorization and contact, I bet you you can, that's a whole nother book. That's right. a whole nother yeah. That'll get you in. That'll get you in the books. I'm telling right. You. Yeah, I'm gonna have to remember that. And actually, I might. I don't have much to do today, so I'm gonna be getting off and <laughs> researching <laughs> that right away. <laughs> well, I just, I just know about it because my mentor is highly into neuroscience, and she's actually going to get a master's in neuros in, in in it because she wants to know how the medium's brain works. You know, mm -hmm. and found out there's a whole lot of information that they've already started. So. To me, the more they have, the better. So mm -hmm. I love that. Yep. I love that idea. And yeah. Just to have the Warren Foundation to like be able to do that. Oh my God, that would be huge. <laughs> yeah, so, it's it's a shame that Lorraine has passed because I'd love to see how her brain worked. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I always put her up with Holzer files. You know, the Holzer. Mm -hmm. I can't think of his yep. name. You know, because Hans. 
cons. Thank you. Yep. Because they took paranormal investigation on a different route. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? They just, yep. um, I had Dave Schrader on like the last month and, he, you know, he was Holzer Files on TV and he talked about the way Hans believed in his, you know, and like Ed and Lorraine are a lot of the, they're a lot of the same, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Except for Hans is more about telling the story. They're about more factual, blah, blah, blah. But it's still at the end of the day, you know, mm -hmm. they broke it down, yep. which I loved. Yep. So, um, Oh, Michael just said, I'd be afraid to see what's going on in my brain. So you have to know Michael. He's awesome. You know what I mean? He is awesome. So where do you think your next journeys are from here? I mean, what what is on the trajectory, you know, of other than the books? Well, I do have, um, I was supposed to do a uh, huge book tour um, and also investigations um, with, I partnered with Flumery Promotions. Okay. They're the ones who do the um, the events with Brandon Alvis, Mustafa, and Daryl Marston. Oh my God! And Daryl was going to be joining me on that, but I have uh, I, I was expecting it to happen, but I didn't expect it to happen as soon as it did. But they're doing knee replacement surgery mm. next month on me, and my doctor has told me no travel outside of you know within the state of Florida. Um, so it's kind of like that whole book tour and everything is getting shifted to next spring, but we're right. still going to be doing that. Um, we're looking to do, there's this cute little museum I used to volunteer at and um, they actually used to allow me when nobody was there to do investigations while I was volunteering. <laughs> so um, we do fundraisers for them. So there'll be an event there um, and I'm hoping Daryl or Brandon will be joining me for that one. Um, I'm just waiting to talk to Ray later today. He's the one who organizes it all. Right. Um, we're going to be doing a event at the Florence mine up in Goldfield, um, okay. possibly the Goldfield hotel as well. And the events that we're doing, um, because we want to educate the public, they're not just a go in, meet and greet, you know, meet the celebrities and go investigate. It's right. the beginning of it's going to be, we're going to pick a topic and we're actually going to teach. I love that. So, and it's also going to go into, of course, the history of the location, because we're going to keep it location specific, but we want to educate the public as much as possible. So these are more than just um, paranormal tourism events. Mm -hmm. They're actual educational events that we're doing. I know um, Phantasm is here in Orlando in August, mm -hmm. and I will be doing a panel discussion there as well as, unfortunately, it is the day before my book gets released but I will be taking a list of people who want autographed books yeah. and I'll be sending them immediately Monday after. Oh, I love when it does get released. That is so amazing. So, I love right. that. I mean, look yeah. at how, I mean, did you ever think you could make a career out of paranormal? I mean, seriously, when you started, you ever thought I'm going to get a paycheck from this one day. <laughs> when I first started, no. Um, but I would say, when was it? I was about 2019, summer of 2019. I, I think I was watching the hangar files or it was about the UFO declassified, you know, it's just something that was playing in the background. And I had said to myself, you know what, maybe I'll take this into a journey and do research on UFOs. So the more research I did, I ended up finding out that, and I had no idea, but a friend of mine um, here in Florida owns um, the Institute for Metaphysical and Humanistic Science. Mm -hmm. And he has a PhD program through that. So I signed up for that, you know, with the idea of going the UFO track that he had. But then I ended up going the paranormal science road because I'm more scientifically, you know, when I think about it. And right. that just kind of during that time frame of taking all those classes and the program, it, it just clicked. I was like, you know what, I can do this for a living without having to charge clients. 
you know, there's so much that you can do. And once I had that mind frame set, mm-hmm. it was just a matter of months before I started getting out there. Wow. That's amazing. I love changing the mindset. I'm really big on changing the mindset. <laughs> I love that. I love I love that. So I want to go back a little bit, digress again, because as you notice, I squirrel off this and I squirrel <laughs> off that. Just kind of bear with me. I'm like a normal conversation. It goes, oh my God, oh my God, you know? I used to like send questions to people, like let's keep it, it never worked. It just, it, I zonked <laughs> off of it. People be like, dear dad, like you didn't say you're going to ask that. So I just don't do it that way anymore. <laughs> So you talked, you brought up the word scientific several times. How do you put scientific into paranormal? It's more or less, um, you want to figure out what data you want to collect. Okay. You know, like, for example, if you go to a location, let's say you have a new device. Okay. And you want to see if it works. You know, first you need to start off with seeing if any of these new technologies actually work. Mm -hmm. So you make a plan to use it a hundred different times at a hundred different locations and just basically document if you got a reaction. Okay. And if you did more than half the time, then it's time to dive in deeper to figure out what kind of reaction you got. Okay. And go from there. Um, or another example is um, the Eddie Plus. I love my Eddie Plus. Okay. What's an Eddie Plus? <laughs> it, oh, it is a, uh, it monitors um, EMF, um, temperature, vibration. I think humidity, a whole bunch of different things. And it has a little SIM card in it that you take the SIM card out and put it in your computer and it puts it all on a graph. Oh, wow. So it's like my favorite tool. And one thing that I tell people that if you want to learn how to do science, it's like with anything, you got to get, make it a habit, I guess is what I'm looking for. Like with the job, you go in and you do things a certain way. Um, you need to get in the habit of documenting the activity. So what I tell people is to, you know, just for a month, set, set the device, you know, outside for an hour, same time every day for just one hour. Okay. And also document what the weather was like. Um, if there are any electromagnetic, um, or not, not electro, um, earthquake, any seismic activity in the area. Um, and if there was a full moon. Okay. Or what phase of the moon it was. And then you can compare, you know, okay, it was a full moon. I had spikes in X, Y, and Z. You know, it was a new moon. Those spikes were now lows. So it's kind of a way to get, not only get in the habit, but practice collecting that scientific data because that's all the data that you'll most likely use when on a paranormal investigation. I like that. So how does the, how does the, now, you know, you added a question in there. So how does the moon affect all this? I know I'm a, I was a nurse for 21 years. I know what the moon does to people. You know what I mean? Didn't matter if it's like yeah. geriatrics or hospital stays, the moon is the moon. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, a lot of people in theory, there are theories that um, paranormal activity increases mm-hmm. when it's a full moon. Um, and then it decreases as the moon wanes and waxes and then peaks again during the new moon. Okay. So. Is that a proven theory yet or is it just still out there? I think it's just still out there. I haven't seen any proof, which is why I really, I, I want to do my Eddie plus for a hundred day or yeah, hundred days, right. but life gets in the way and I'm not, you know, home for three of the days at that time. So I need to figure out a better way to do it. You know what? <laughs> Go to a nursing home, put it mm-hmm. in there. Because they'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, trust me, I did geriatrics for years. 
and you wouldn't even be like clocking the moon phases because back in the day I mm -hmm. did and they just get crazy. They get crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, the world follow everything is like, and you'd be like, what is going on? So we go, it's a full moon. You're like, you know, and you knew during that three days, it was just going to be mm -hmm. ridiculous. Everybody was going to fall. Every, everything that could happen, they were going to do, right. you know. So I know the effects of living, it's affecting the dead. I just know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. It's just too much. It's too big of a mm -hmm. force, you know. Yeah. So what are you, um, besides, besides scientifically proving paranormal and things like that, because like you said, paranormal has been here for eons. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it's been documented. You know, it didn't just sprout out in the 1900s. It just didn't. Also, one day somebody said, oh, my God, let's we got haunted people. No, you can take this back, you know, centuries. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously, maybe that's not scientific, but, you know, you can't get better scientific when you're looking at that for centuries. Centuries of documented, centuries of stories, centuries of everything. So how do you make it, you know, I know you're looking at all that information, but how do you, I, I would think you'd have to almost discount centuries of this has been going on. Now say we're going to do it scientifically. Does that make sense? Do you understand it? That? It, it, it <laughs> does. Um, there, there is a way to, yeah, I mean, do it. Because I was doing some research recently because um, one of my next projects is I'm going to be teaching classes through iMystic University. Okay. And I was researching for one of the courses on the history of the paranormal. And I found evidence dating back to um, 1400, um, was it 1400s in China? Yeah. That people have been reporting it. So what you do is you take the reports of, you know, as much information as you can, you know, that you have your list of things you're collecting today, you know, and you do include personal experiences, but the problem is with those, they're subjective. But you could still go back, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years and see that, okay, this person claimed this activity happened and you can find out if there was a full moon that day. Right. You know, you can, sometimes they say, you know, what the weather was like, you know, they're different, you know, they, the reports that they had back then um, and the stories were far more informative than Ooh. what you see the synopsis have today. Today, yeah. they just pull one or two sentences and say, oh yeah, you know, so-and-so in, you know, ancient China experienced spirits and that's all they say. Right. But when you go back and look into that, it's like, well, they were experiencing in this location. They tell you the location, who it was, you know, and there's so much more information that you can plug in the best you can. Right. And eventually date back, you know, what is actually causing it. Yeah. Isn't that incredible when you can do it that way? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, because like we said, you know, it's been going on for eons. But for you to be able to collect all that data now, you know, centuries mm -hmm. later. Excuse me, make it more scientific. Now, see, I'm not big on scientific just because, you know, I'm all mystical, magical, Harry Potter power. You know what I mean? And not that I'm discounting science because I think science is amazing. I just, mm -hmm. but y'all have more time than I got allotted. <laughs> and, and that's the biggest problem is because, um, you know, I, I do a lot of, um, you know, I, my husband calls me his kitchen witch yeah. because I do a lot of work with herbs and the mystical and magical, but I like that scientific background. And you're right. It does take a lot of time. And that is, I don't want to make anyone upset, but <laughs> that is um, the problem with this field. It is. There are too many people who don't take the time to get the full story. Yeah. They're just in it for the thrill and they're too busy to get the full story that they just give the basics. Yeah. 
and eventually the, that's going to cause all of the paranormal activity stories to die out because no one's sharing the full story. You know, and that's huge, isn't it? I, mm -hmm. Yep. I hate to say it because paranormal has also done the opposite because they've mm -hmm. made up the story and then people follow it and they find out yep. it's not even the true story. You know what I right. mean? And the true story is actually so much better than the, the, the fable that's been created. Mm -hmm. you know? yep, exactly. So, that's why I think it's awesome that science is coming into paranormal. I do like that aspect because it's, it's. I don't want to say it's legitimizing it because I don't think it's that because I think it was already legitimate. I think it's making it more of a truer source. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's because to myself, because I'm on the, I'm on the side of the ghost. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. really, I'm on the side of the ghost. I want to, I want to share their story. When I go in, I'm not looking for the, when the equipment goes off, it's cool. It really is. I think it's cool. But to me, it's almost annoying, too. It's like, oh, my God, will you get that out of my ear? Like, I can't hear them with that going on. Is there a way to put that on silent and you just look at the pretty, you know, the pretty lights? And obviously, I know that can't happen that way. But to me, it's like give the story of, of the spirit. Give the story of the ghost. Why are you here? What is going on? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That type of a situation. You know, yeah. rather than the whole hoopla of what somebody wants to make up. Mm -hmm. so, right. And the paranormal, too, is more than just the science or the helping of the ghost. It's also, I believe, in um, preserving history. Yeah. Because we not only research history, but we're given things through our mediums or through our, you know, EVP sessions mm -hmm. that guide us to discover what the true story was. Yeah. Not just what people have said over the last, you know, decade or so. Yeah. It, that's incredible, isn't it? I mean, it's just yeah. that's incredible. Now, you as, you know, being able to contact, every time I, I, I keep seeing a scenario in my head of something that's happened with me. So mm -hmm. I guess I'm going to put this out to you and see if you've ever, you've ever had it. Because you have the scientific of the spirit, the ghost that's there. But since you can sense spirits also coming in, I've actually got into a place at dealing with a lady who was graves, all, you know, Alzheimer's to the 10th when she passed away. So didn't even know, you know, she died, let alone that she was old or anything else like that. Mm -hmm. speaking to her and then her husband is coming through to me you know what mm -hmm. i mean who has crossed over and he's literally going to me can you help me get her to come home does that make sense have you ever it, had that type of situation not in that sense i yeah. haven't but i have had um i mean when you were talking about that my mind was going um <laughs> elsewhere with that <laughs> Yeah, I just never really communicated with the spirits in that aspect. Um, I they, they tend to talk to me more than I talk to them. Okay. <laughs> so, but we were doing an investigation and this was the team that I used to be on. And um, I had done my research of the location before we went more so than I know my other team members had been there before. So they knew some of the history, but I did a deep dive okay. and it used to be um, an old Mormon settlement. And I had, um, we were doing, I, when I was there, I had seen people, you know, spirits walking around in traditional FLDS attire, okay. you know, the men in their typical shirts, long sleeve, the women fully covered from almost head to toe right. and that typical braid that they wear. Okay. And it was just real interesting that I had been, you know, they, they were more or less lurking to see what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And then during a spirit box session, um, one of the investigators had said, you know, who is our current president? You know, that was our standard, you know, hey, let's, you know, set a guideline to see if, you know, when the spirit died. Okay. And it came across as Jeff's. And in the FLDS community, they believe, 
you know, Warren Jeffs and his father were president. Okay. So were these people from the, you know, of course they were spirits, you know, so were they from when Warren, Warren Jeffs father was ruling Right. And they're like, Jeff's no. And the, they're like, no, 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 you're wrong. And I'm like, no, no, they're right. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> and in their mind, they're right. Yeah, that's the leader of their community. Yeah. They, they don't acknowledge the president of the United States. Right. So completely makes. So how then do you get it um, to figure out if it's the father or the son? You know what I mean? How do you push that one step further? Right. With that type of thing, then that's when you try to get a first name. Okay. Out of them, you know, you try to, you know, that's when you go into and say, what year is this? Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many ways. I know it really, I mean, a lot of people say, don't ask, how'd you die? Because the spirits don't know they're dead sometimes. But if I have to, I'll ask that. But yeah. I still try to skirt around that, you know, and talk to them as if they're living. Okay. You know, what year is it? What did you do recently? Do you know how to drive a car? You know, have you ever flown in a plane? You know, and questions like that. I love those questions. I love them. Because me, I go, how'd you die? You know what I mean? Because I can, I, well, I'm also a medical intuitive. You know what I mean? So I feel mm -hmm. their death inside of me. So right. I feel it. And then I get the question. I'm like, yep, it makes sense. It's my own way of doing science, I guess. It's right. like, yep, I feel it right. You know? So in that aspect. But it's only because I find, at least my experiences, every time I've gone in, most of them know how they die. You know what I mean? They've mm -hmm. kind of chosen to stick right. around. So mm -hmm. now, how do you feel about, um, this is a big question because not everybody, I do a lot of education when it comes to paranormal, the difference between like an intel, I call it an intellect or an intellect, mm -hmm. intellectual source, which is an actual ghost or the residual energy. So how do you explain that difference to, to people? How do you, you know, acknowledge that? Does that make sense? Uh yeah, basically what I say is if you have an intelligent haunting, it is um, something that will interact with you. So mm -hmm. if you um, need to determine if it's, you know, you could do, can you finish this song and then start with the shave and a haircut, but then leave the two bits off, you know, and knock and then tell them to knock, finish the song. Most everybody okay. knows that. Um, if not, you can also do something like, you know, can you please at least, you know, make a sound. I know that sounds, you know, make a sound <laughs> if you're here, but if they interact with you, then that means they a want to interact with you and b they're um, intelligent. Okay. So, and if it's a residual haunting, it's similar to um, basically a, you know, a video recording that just mm -hmm. plays over and over throughout time. Mm -hmm. um, it happens, you, typically it'll happen at the same time every day um, or every month or even every year. Okay. And that won't interact with you. They'll just go about their business and not even realize you're there. Right. I, I try to explain that to people all the time and they just kind of look at me because I, I, I think it's at the Stanley hotel. They bring up a Marilyn Monroe or something like that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. trust me, she's gone on. She's not yeah. walking up and down them stairs every day. Right. No, there's, there's other things she'd probably rather be stuck on than that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? right. Exactly. It, it's, and it's even, um, they're doing research now on can the living do um, cause residual energy. So like oh. if you do the same activity every day, every day, and then you move, Mm -hmm. your activity still continues with the new uh, residents. I explain that to people all the time. It's like, if you buy a house or even move into a house before you move anything in, go in there and sage it really yep. well, clean out that energy, make sure it's sterile per se when you walk in, mm -hmm. 
Because literally, if you're take say if you buy the house of somebody that was a factory worker and every morning they were up at 4 a.m. and at 4.30 they were putting the dogs out and getting their coffee and blah, blah, blah. And all of this is happening before 6 a.m. But you're a night owl and you're used to going to bed at one. But for some reason, you're waking up every morning at four and you can't figure out why all of a sudden you're doing all this. It's like, did you clear the energy? Right. Why would I? Because you just took on the energy of somebody else. You've, mm -hmm. you've literally took all their, you've created, you haven't put your energy in it. So you're reacting to somebody else's energy. You know, yep. I know when we move into a house, I have five crystals Okay. Um, and they go and I'm losing sunlight again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think it's perfect for the conversation. <laughs> you don't even know. I'm waiting for like glowing eyes. <laughs> um, not in this house because um, I protect video. you. The next one will have me like stage eyes behind you. Exactly. Um, but it goes into the five points of the pentacle with the okay. top point being facing north. Um, that's like always the first thing that goes in the house and the last thing that comes out. I use a combination of blessed salts, um, black sea salt, uh, pink Himalayan, and white sea salt. Okay. And I sprinkle that around the entire perimeter of the house. And mm. then over all my doorways, it's everybody laughs at me. I have little bottles. They're about this big, filled with rosemary thyme, sea salt, and lavender. Okay. And it goes over every doorway. And that's my not only cleansing out the energy, but that's my way of protecting the house. Nothing negative follows me home. I love that. I love mm. that. Oh my God, Charlie's like, I use the same thing. I thought I made it up. <laughs> I love that. I do because mm -hmm. I teach a lot about the salts, you know, mm -hmm. all the little bottles I have not, but I do follow the old prayer of, because my sister was a, a big one. She was very, a big one. She mm -hmm. was very much Christian. So she would bless the house mm -hmm. of crosses over all the doorways mm -hmm. and all the windows, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was the same premise, but you know what I mean? Doing it in a different style. So, right. Yeah, and you can also, I know when I cleanse homes, I use cascaria. Okay. And if they're Christian based, you put crosses over the door with the cascaria, or um, we did a house where it, they were pagan based. So I did a pentacle over every door. Yeah. And it was amazing. Once I did all the doors, um, and then I also did sea salt around the house. Mm -hmm. The inside of the house, we didn't turn on any additional lights, felt brighter. Yeah. The minute we did that. Isn't it crazy? It yeah. is so crazy. <laughs> I mean, I even tell people like, and I'm, I'm really big, like office workers that, mm -hmm. you know, they're like, oh my God, the negative, just the energy around them. You know, it might be the job. It might be everything. And I, these are things I tell yeah. them. One, I want you to go, go to the dollar store, get yourself a pretty jar, decorate it, whatever, put it on mm -hmm. your pen, put salt in there, put your pens in it. Once mm -hmm. a week, dump it out, bring it you, and you take the bag out. Don't wait for the housekeeper. You pick up that bag and get it out, you know, and then mm -hmm. refill it. And then I tell them, if you have carpet around, go in early on Monday. And sprinkle salt, Morton salt will do it, do it for you. Sprinkle yep. it all over and on the carpet. Trust me, nobody's gonna know it's there. It's gonna collect that and it's just gonna collect the negative energy around you. Mm. And housekeeper's gonna go vacuum that up. You're good. They're gonna get it out for you. Yep. Salt is beautiful. Yes. You know, salt yep. is beautiful. You know? Mm. Yeah, we have salts. I mean, it's all over the house, not even just in the kitchen. <laughs> I have yeah. jars in the bedroom. I <laughs> I love it's it. within the arm's reach if I need it. I love it. So now because you're using up and I want you're using a lot of, um, you know, Wiccan type things. Is that something mm -hmm. you learned from paranormal? Or are you are you Wiccan? I would uh, not. I don't really call myself Wiccan. It's more of a um, eclectic witch. Oh, OK. Because what I did is um, I pick picked and chose what okay. worked for me. 
And I don't want to say I created my own religion, but it's like something from, you know, the green witches work because I love the connection with neighbor, you know, nature, but then also the intentions and, you know, there was different things, but then of course there was things I didn't like. So I just didn't put that into my practice. Oh, I love that. I love, mm -hmm. I honestly love that because more people need to um, bring that in, you know, because mm -hmm. belief is, belief is about, you know, it's, it's only has strength if you believe in it. Does that make right. sense? It, you have to have exactly. a belief into it. And if you don't, or if you don't believe in it, it's not going to work. So why do it anyway? Mm -hmm. You know, right. so have yep. you ever thought about writing a book on that? I actually have. Um, I have a book um, that I've written or almost written. It's all researched and outlined, but it's um, basically for the paranormal, right. more or less. But it's a Wiccan's guide to the paranormal, and um, it includes protection tips and how to use the different things to encourage paranormal activity. Because some crystals mm -hmm. do um, raise your psychic ability and encourage, you know, open you up. Yeah. So, and then I also wrote a general um, uh, protection book. That includes a lot of um, it, even though it includes aspects from other religions, mm -hmm. the main concept of the book is use whatever symbol you want to use as long as you believe in it. I mean, you could use your teddy bear. If you think your teddy bear will protect you on an investigation, take it with then you. it's going to protect you. Yeah, take it with you. I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm not a, a religion-based person, but I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? There's power in belief. There's power in symbols. There's yeah. power in all of it. And really mm -hmm. all kind of comes together at the end of the day, because each, and if you think about it, each religion is kind of taken from each other to create a new one anyway. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They really yeah. have. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know? So what else? I mean, I, we've talked about so much more that's in the works <laughs> and uh, oh my God, are you, you going to write a movie? <laughs> I just feel like that's your next trajectory, you know? No, no, I'm not going to write the movie. No, I'm just, <laughs> but I know um, as far as part of the Warren Legacy Foundation, we are working with um, a couple different producers Okay. Um, to do a few different things that um, we really can't release quite yet, but we are in the talks for stuff like that. Um, I know Real Haunts 3 is Ooh. coming out later this year, and that's from Motion Picture Video, and we'll be in that. Um, trying to think of what else. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, actually, Phantasm, I was supposed to be speaking at a convention in New York in October, but I don't think I'm going to be healed enough to go do that. Oh, yes, you will. So <laughs> I don't I just I got to see. Honey, they're going to put that new knee in and by the afternoon. You're going to be walking. Trust me. We are not well, they, nice people. <laughs> yeah, they, they did my left knee or my right knee last year. Yeah. And it took a couple months before I was actually functional. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm still hoping that I can make the drive comfortably. Yeah. You know, even if my husband's driving, I hope I can get up there comfortably to do it because they wanted me to talk about science and the paranormal. I love that. So, I, but um, yeah, yeah, next year is going to be full of stuff once I'm fully functional and able to fly. Yeah. I, I, you know what? And I can't wait to bring you back on just to mm -hmm. like launch some stuff and Mm -hmm. I love launching books. You don't even know. Okay. I did one for Luella and I just, I love launching books. I love because my show goes into podcast form all over the mm -hmm. place. You know what I mean? Right. It's done. Yep. And um, I just love the fact that, you know, getting that information out. So Joe is asking, how do we get that book? So she can already pre-order mm -hmm. it on Amazon, can't she? You said? Yeah. It's Haunted Southern Nevada Ghost Towns. And um, it is on Amazon, Books a Million, Barnes and Noble. And then also, I believe, I don't think it's up on the History Press's site yet, 
but I do know someone in Ohio that said that they walked into their small town bookstore and pre-ordered it. There you go. So you just need to know the name of it and go right. on in. Yeah. And if they're in Florida over in the Vero Beach area, I will be doing a book signing um, in October at an antique mall. Oh, beautiful. So I can't, you know what? We need to get you all over for that tour because I just think that'll be amazing. I'll tell yeah. you. Just yeah. such a there, there were a lot of oh there were a lot of plans for it and we had everything set up so we're scrambling to reschedule. Oh so some of the events we had planned will still stay on and I think Daryl is gonna continue with them, but right. then we're gonna redo them next spring. Oh my gosh. See, yeah. I'm just pushing that you're better by October and you can just start the haunting in October. Right. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I feel feel bad for my publisher because they were like, oh, she's was messaging me. Hey, we need, you know, we have this location. We have that location. And then I have my agent. We have this, you know, and we're started planning it all. And then all of a sudden, two weeks ago, my doctor's like, nope, you're done. You're done. <laughs> I, you know, talk to the doctor. He'll he'll agree. You'll be good by October. If all goes mm -hmm. good. You'll be good by October. Yep. That, that's <laughs> my plan. I'm actually starting the physical therapy now because yeah. I know what to expect. So I'm building up my leg muscles now. So I'm not. Not as and bad people, off. People don't real, I've had four knee surgeries. That's how I can mm -hmm. sit there and say, yup, yup, yup. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's from the, the point of view. And I'm a full believer in, in getting the, the stronger your leg muscles are before surgery, that the faster mm -hmm. recovery is. Yep. The, the weaker you are, your recovery is going to take forever today. You know? Right. So yeah, and it was funny because we knew last year that the one knee surgery was coming because when I was um, in 1991, they took out the cartilage from both my knees due to a tennis injury. So we knew these were coming. Right. But when we were filming Real Hunts Ghost Towns, we actually went down into a mine and climbing back out of that mine. I was in so much pain. Yeah. I, I was about to sit down and say, nope, I'm staying here. <laughs> I'm just going to live here. You'll find me in the next haunting books. I'll be part of the next documentary because I'm not leaving. I'm just like, I'm I'm fine right here. And because oh, uh, the other mines I've gone into were just a gradual, you, you crawled in. Um, right. But this one was like almost straight down. And then trying to get back out, I was like, uh-uh. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> this, this was a mistake. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause you got great footage, right? You got, mm -hmm. yeah, he wants to do this, you know, <laughs> just take climb out step by step, sit down right. a few times. You yeah. know, and and the, the director was like, he goes, you're not having knee surgery because we took you into that mine. Are you? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't look. I need to work. Out, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So how do people find you, Heather? How do they find you? How do they contact you? If they, you know, or the Warren society, just, uh, Warren Legacy Society. How do they define you? Get help, whatever. Well, you can find me. I'm on Facebook. Um, I have three different Facebook pages um, at Dr. Heather Lee, and it's at the DR Heather Lee spelled as you can see on the screen. Mm -hmm. um, Exploration Paranormal is my team's name. You can find us there, as well as you can find me on Exploring the Paranormal Vodcast on Facebook. We do have a website called Exploring ExplorationParanormal.com. We are in the process of updating it. So if you go to it now, it is going to be outdated, but we're going to be adding new stuff to that. Um, then for the Warren Legacy Foundation, you can find us at warrenlegacy.com. You can see all of our regional directors, get information on the foundation, have links to all of our YouTube channels. Um, we have a teachable platform. You can get links to the classes there as they come available. And um, there are links there to get help or to join the foundation. I love that. I love that. 
Um, we even have somebody from Italy that just jumped in to say hi. So I love that. Hello. <laughs> I, I love it. I love, I love the reach that my show has gotten over two years. You know, I just, yep. I love it. And you know, how many more people we touch. It's amazing. So right. thank you so much, Heather, for coming on. I, I hope that someday we can do this again because I'll mm -hmm. tell you what, I've had a blast. It's just been yeah, so me fun. too. I think what you have to say is really important. So mm -hmm. thank you. Thank you. Everybody else, I'll be back with Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit, WLTKDB.com with your weekly reading. Brandon Wainwright, author of Tyson's Gift, how an eight-pound canine became a man's greatest spiritual guide and owner of Tyson's Gift Healing Arts, offers Reiki as well as color and sound modalities to anyone seeking physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. While color and sound healing, a technique that brings balance and health to one's chakras and body, must be provided in person. Reiki, a Japanese form of energy healing, can be given in person or equally effectively from a distance. For more information or to make an appointment for a session, please visit Tyson'sGiftHealing.com. That's Tyson'sGiftHealing.com. A certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life regression, and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. Welcome back to Diet Renee here at School Through Spirit, WLTKDB.com. Just picking out some decks. I'm like looking over my right shoulder. Um, sorry, my internet has just been funky lately, like freezy left and right. And I'm so sorry about that. Um, I'm looking for cards. I got all these cards. Oh, hey, Miss Jackie. Oh, good night, Chef. I can't wait to re. Oh, my God. This has been an awesome show, Miss Jackie. You don't you definitely don't want to miss this. Heather Lee has been amazing. Um, so I'm going to use Nature's Whispered cards. And uh, doo -doo -doo. let's make a, back them up with some ravens. How's that sound? We'll start with the Nature's Whispers. We'll do our five-card stud with them. And then the clarification card, I'm going to use my raven cards, which I'm really starting to fall in love with these cards. I can't even tell you. i just really starting to fall in love with them. They're a bit sassy. They're a bit making sense. They're a little bit of everything, and I love it. So um, I've got to clean my desk. This looks so nice and clean, doesn't it? It looks so beautiful. 
but you can't see this mess over here. And it's just like, oh my God. So that's why me and my assistant, Miss Stephanie, are on two different sides of Wisconsin. So she can't see the mess I got in front of me, or she'd probably get me. So, <laughs> or she'll tell me you should see the mess you can't see at my house, one of the two. So let's play five card stud here on our um, on our cards. We are looking at uh, picking number one through five. You can pick any one of them. You can pick two numbers. You can pick all five, whatever you want. But this is really your reading for the week. So it's something to focus on, kind of look at, and go from there. <clears throat> um, I gotta do my cutting of the cards. Oh my god, my throat chakra keeps opening up and shutting down, opening up and shutting down. It's driving me batty. Oh my God, I love this card. Make a wish, number one, make a wish, guys. So if you pick number one, you're really at that process of what do you want in life? What is possible? What is next? Make your wish, okay? So it really is time to put that into fruitation. It is really, what is your heart's desire? What is your heart's desire? Isn't that cool that we have the ability to do that? We have the ability to say, what do we want? And to put that out to the universe. So literally, you know what? Dandelions are starting to turn, guys. If nothing else, light a candle, make a wish, blow it out, okay? Which is awesomely huge. So that's number one. Card number two. Card number two. Okay, we have got higher ground, higher ground. Oh, my God, guys. Hello, I'm late. You're fine. You were fine. You were just perfect. Um, You're, you're right here for the reading. So um, higher ground. I love when I'm looking at this because... To me, when I'm looking at this, I love the fact that you see the rose up up close and personal, right in your face. It's beautiful. It's big. You're seeing it up with the fairies there because you can see the fairy in the rose. Oh, my God. I'm mirroring myself. You can see the fairy there, guys. Um, I'll be using my finger here. Can you see them? I'm pointing to her face. And you can just see her up there with that. But if you look at this rose, where is it attached to? It is attached way down there to the earth. It is attached way down to the earth. And <clears throat> when I look at this card right now, I'm really seeing that really anything is possible. It's time for you to set your sky, your suds out high. You can do this with a rose. If you need something more tangible, think about flying a kite. It's the same premise. You're going to be way down below. Kite is flying really high, and it can go as high as you're going to let it have strength to get up there. Okay, but you know what? You have to you have to let it go first, don't you? Even if you're holding the string down on earth, you have to let it go. You have to have it let more to let it fly high. Okay. Do, 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 do. Card number three, shift your energy, shift your energy. I love this card. Look at this card. You know what? I love this deck. You guys already know how much I love this deck. Shifting your energy. If you look at this card and how she's doing this, she's really just kind of looking at the bigger picture. What is possible in your life? You have to look at it and say, what do I have to change? What do I have to move around? What attitude change do I need? And sometimes that's what it's at. But what do you need to do to shift yourself, okay? So this is kind of like, you know, it's it's kind of the old, if you're not comfortable in your belly in your chair, it doesn't mean throw the chair, but just kind of move your tush. You know what I mean? Move your tush around until you're ready, okay? But it's time. It's not throwing out the old, but shift things around. Make them to where they make sense for the new you. And then kind of go on from there, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Make a decision is number four. Make a decision. Look at that card all over the place. You know that? Make a decision. When you look at this card, look at her. She's earth. She's wings. She's, she's, she's an angel. She's a phoenix. She's got sky on one side and mountain. She's got 
waterfalls and everything. She's all over the place. It's time for you to look at everything around you and say, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? You need to make a decision to start. Now I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing in my head. I don't know if y'all ever seen uh, Sophia the First. It's a cartoon. It's really, it's a cart. It's an awesome cartoon. My grandkids watch it all the time. And I, we just watched the episode where, you know, Sophia is going into the higher grade and she's got to make a decision on which school she wants to follow. And all of them are very specific, but she wants to do them all. And they tell her, you just have to, it's life. We have to make decisions. Doesn't mean you have to stick with that decision for the rest of your life. Does not mean that because you make a decision now that it's concrete forever. It's just for right now. So it doesn't mean you can't do everything that you have in your mind in your, in your trajectory here. Make a decision on where you want to start and then let it flourish. Let it change the way it needs to as it goes. Okay. And the last one of the five, be your best self always. Be your best self always. Okay. I think that one really is self-explanatory, but I will tell you, let's push it off a little bit further. Let's go a little bit further. Okay. <laughs> Charlie, I love it. Shit, damn it. <laughs> so when you're looking at be your best self, I'm telling you that this is in whatever occupation you have, whatever occupation. If you're, you know what, if you work at McDonald's and I'm going to use McDonald's as a thing, not that it's a lowly job, because I'll tell you what McDonald's is going to be in the world. So we're going to just, there's not a bad job in there when you're really looking at it. But there's a lot of people that go to McDonald's have that job. And they're like, I hate my job. Why am I doing this? I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be everything, but I have to be here. If they go in every day with that idea of this job sucks, they're going to stay doing the sucky job. But if they go in there and they are doing the best they possibly can, they're going to move up the ladders. They're going to move up the ladders. They're going to get into management. And then all of a sudden they've got management skills that they can take that management skills onto someplace else. Every job in this world is important. There's not a job that's too dirty, too beneath anybody. But being your best self is always going to get you to a, a, to a different level, to a different position that you want. Okay? So be your best self, guys. So card number one was make a wish. Card number two was that higher ground card. Remember, anything is possible. Number three was shift your energy. Number four was make a decision. And number five is be your best self. Oh my God, I love these cards. I love these cards. I love these cards. So let's pull out Raven card. Um, and thank you, Charlie, for putting all the links in there. I appreciate you so much for that. Um, so let's pull a Raven card for the um, for the clarification. I love my Raven cards, except for they got all these extra cards in the back of it. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I hate it when they put in tons of extras because you're like, Ugh. you know, there we go. I think I got to the, to the, to the bottom of it. So I'm going to shuffle these. We're going to pull one card for clarification, just kind of put it all together. Maybe I'll pull an affirmation card too, because we've been talking about affirmations today. So let's do that also. Okay. Do, 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 bingo. And the card is no nonsense. Life is too short to spend time weighing up every word. So try just, so just try just talking nonsense. I love that card. I love that card. And I'll tell you what, that makes so much sense with all of this. We spend so much time pondering and thinking and da, 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 da so much. Sometimes you just have to go with that first thought, that first intuition, that first whatever, and run with it, run with it. 
oh my God, they're going to make me eat my own words, aren't they? They're going to make me eat my own words and make me start writing a book today, probably. Um, so life is too short. Don't be weighed down. Just make it happen. When you get the thought, run with it. When you make, when you get the wish, run with it. When you need to make a decision, what's the first thought? Run with it. All of it, run with it. Okay, guys? So those are your cards of the day when it comes to your your ones. I'm going to put these back and I'm going to yank out the... I'm going to yank out. I'm going to pull up the affirmation cards really quick. Um, I'm telling you, my addiction to cards is actually kind of starting to make sense now because, because, because I never used to use cards before. And now I use them in not my regular readings, my day-to-day -day readings. I use them for the show, for you guys. I use them for TikTok. Guys, I'm on TikTok. Can you believe it? I'm on TikTok. So we are going to, I'm going to use the Divine Wisdom Affirmation Cards by Lisa Williams because I love these cards too. They're a nice little bit of advice, a little bit of everything. So what's our affirmation for the week? Doo, doo, doo. All these cards feel so good. The energy just feels like it's going, yee, yee, this is awesome. Um, life, live your soul's purpose. Of love and happiness. Live your soul's purpose of love and happiness. Everybody write that down this today. And take it with you for the week. Live your soul's purpose of love and happiness. You can't make that one up. I love it. I love it. So I need to talk to you guys now. I hope you guys enjoyed your weekly reading and all of that. I need to tell you guys everything I'm doing. Because I'll tell you what. Oh my God. Oh my God. So guys. Life is expanding. Ah, life is getting more. Life is like, oh my God, I need, my schedule's just amazing. So much is going on. So as you guys know, I have this morning's radio show at 9 a.m. every Monday morning. I also have a radio show Tuesday nights called Unfiltered with Diet Renee. That's me. Just readings. I do that six, normally 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Tomorrow night I'm not on. Why? This girl's getting tatted up again because I love my tattoos and I'm getting extra work done. So. With that being said, I will not be here for tomorrow night's show, but that's okay because I'll be on next week. Um, I am, let me see, I'm on TikTok, guys. Follow me on TikTok. I'm having a blast. It's just Diet Renee there, okay? I think that's all it is, is Diet Renee. I don't know. Um, I think it's Diet Renee. <laughs> look, let me look. I mean, uh, do, 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 do. okay. Uh, yeah, Diet Renee. That's it. At Diet Renee is what my uh, TikTok is. At Diet Renee. So there you go. So find me there. Follow me. I do a daily card pull on that. Um, sometimes I do it in the morning. Sometimes I do it at night, but I always do it. Or I almost always do it, just so you know. Um, but follow me on there because I'm having a lot of fun with that. Oh my God, Charlie, you are so awesome. She just popped that up in the comments, guys. I'm on Instagram. Um, I obviously have the two shows. I'll be in Merrill, Wisconsin this Saturday during the day. Um, I got to think of what park it's at. Normal Park. Normal Park in Merrill, Wisconsin. It's a really small, amazing little park. You'll find me there doing readings all day long. I also, I think I'm doing a, like a little presentation. I'm not sure what time. I won't know until I get there. Um, about psychic me or listening to your guidance and listening to your inner voice, your inner guide. Um, which is always a lot of fun. And from there, I go, I cut, get my car and I drive three hours to Broadhead, Wisconsin. And I am doing a paranormal investigation with the Shadow Hunters, which I believe will be televised um, on uh, Paraflex, guys, Paraflex. So, um, which is super, super exciting. So I've, I've kind of joined that team to start doing some of that type of stuff. Um, I'm also doing a tour. Uh, my assistant and myself, Stephanie, are... Um, AKA Charlie Lynn. Let's, let's put it out there. Charlie Lynn. Um, 
sorry. I think I just outed you, Charlie. I'm so sorry. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm so awful. Anyway, everybody forget what I just said. <laughs> um, so, but we are putting together an unfiltered with Diet Renee tour, um, which is me doing galleries across, you know, pretty much United States, I guess, because right now we're starting with Wisconsin. I have one in Eau Claire next, I think it's next month. Um, and, you know, I'm going to do one with Michael and, you know, just hooking up with different people or myself doing it myself. I'm going to try to get one over in Antioch at the lodge is what I'm hoping for. It's not out there yet, but I'm, I'm hoping to do one there. Um, but Antioch, somewhere in Antioch, because, oh my God, it's alcohol territory. Why would I not want to go there and do, do this? Um, but doing, you know, galleries all over the place. So when we start finding those guys, please start sharing them. You know what? Let's, be, let's, let's give messages from loved ones. I'm also doing a tour of Rob Thompson on the East Coast that looks like it'll be starting in October, hopefully. Um, and that's our um, connection tour, connection tour of galleries um, in different theaters and things of that nature. Um, and, and going on and on and on. It's just awesome. Um, I'll try to be it, but it's recorded. <laughs> Tim, it's not the first time I've done it to her. <laughs> I just need to get smacked. I need a smack me doll every time I say something. Smack, smack, smack. Um, but yeah, so I literally, you know what? Everything is just running and going. And hopefully very soon, if we can find some time in my dockets, I'm going to start writing that first book. Um, Spirits told me there's five and somebody else told me there was a six. And let's see what happens, I guess. You know, let's see what happens there. So, um, do, 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 do. so let's bring up that list up. That's me. And as always, guys, I'm always doing readings. I book parties. I do in individual readings. You can, you know, connect with me at dearrenee.com. Um, great place to find me. Um, find me on my, my social media links, which is Charlie has so beautifully put them all in the comments, guys. So you can find me on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, um, all over the place, all over the place and constantly doing more and more and more just so that I'm, I'm a little bit more seen a little bit more visible, a little bit more tangible, I guess. Um, but I, I, I want to grow a community now, guys. I want to grow a community. I just want to make this bigger. Um, I'm also, guys, looking at uh, going to be teaching um, in person up in Eau Claire. You can go to my Facebook site and see some events for that. I'm teaching Eau Claire my beginner's mediumship, um, psychic mediumship development. I'm also doing a mommy and me or daddy and me type of thing. So it's a, a one parent and a child. For the child that has abilities. So I'm actually teaching the child and the parents there to learn so that they can help support the child in their growth. Um, doing those type of classes. I'm also teaching online. I'll be teaching a new um, intermediate class. So anybody that's done beginners with me or feel like they've already got the beginner stage going on, I'm going to be teaching the uh, that class very soon. I'll probably be starting the next week or the week after, just so you know. But you can, again, I'll be making up the event. I'll be putting it on Facebook. So anybody who wants to join, feel free to click that button. And uh, my Zoom will take up to 100 people. So let's get this rocking and rolling. Okay, about the about the station, everybody. I want everybody to follow everybody in the station. So currently, these are the shows. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And there might be more. I just don't know. Um. So <laughs> I'm so bad. Um. Sorry. I was just told by somebody sent me a message. If you watch it, you see I outed Charlie much earlier today. I hate to say it. You, you watched my shows for two years. I think I've outed Charlie multiple times. But she's beautiful. She needs to be outed. She's amazing. I have total faith. She's awesome. She's 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. So Monday mornings is me at 9 a.m. with School Through Spirit. As always, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time in mid-June coming to us. Oh, my God, I'm so excited about this. Monday mornings, um, I'm not sure the time. will. It'll be sometime after that 11 a.m. time, um, mid-June. So mid in the next couple of weeks, we have got Morning Monsters with Barnaby Jones, which is awesome. Barnaby is from Wisconsin. He's Wisconsin Caps. Oh, my God, he's that boy is all cryptics all the way. Love it, love it, love it. Um, we have got tonight is be the change with Christina Bloom. She's on at 8 p.m. Tuesdays, Tuesday, tonight, tomorrow night, not tomorrow night. Be back next week. Normally, um, is unfiltered with Diet Renee at 6 p.m. And I'm just doing readings for an hour, guys. Um, then, uh, we go on at, then there's a break until 10 p.m. Because we have a couple of shows that are just taking a break for the summer and they'll be back in the fall. But tomorrow night at 10 p.m. is Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea. Wednesdays is the Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle at 3 p.m. And guess what? I'm her guest. I think I'm on for like an hour, 15, hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half, something like that. But this week, it's me and Kelly Brickle. Again, I love, and I love Kelly. I need to get her Kelly back on. She's the numerology queen. Oh, my God. Um, Bringing her back on. Uh, 8 p.m. on Wednesdays is Over the Target with Missy and Nicole Ford. Oh, my God. They have an amazing show. Thursdays, Chat with Charlie. Um, um, chat with Charlie with Charlie Lynn at 9 a.m. Another phenomenal show at 7 p.m. We have Realm of Darkness with Rennie and um, Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Moreno, and they're at 7 p.m. Thursday's nights is the Afterlight Chronicles with Nicole Strickland. She's on at 8 p.m. Friday mornings is the Good Good Shit Show at 9 a.m. When uh, Missy Hart she revised that, brought it back with her as a debut. She's phenomenal. And then 8 p.m. that night is Secrets Within with Rennie Rodriguez. Now, I'll tell you what, that sounds a lot like a lot, doesn't it? But we have room for more. We have room for more. My, my producer doesn't know it, but we do. We have room for more. I mean, I see gaps everywhere in here. So, guys, if you want your own show, if you have a voice, if there, you have, want a platform, please reach out to the station and, and kick it into gear and literally say, hey, Todd, I want to do this because I'll tell you what, he will be so happy to hook it up and do it with you. Um. So, oh, there you go. Uh, it starts today. His show starts today. Barney B. Jones starts today, guys, At right after me. So it must be like 11 o'clock. Who knew? Everybody hang on with WLTKDB because at 11, Barney B. Jones starts, which is awesome. It's going to be an amazing show. Oh, sorry, noon. I screwed up, noon. So an hour. There's an hour. It gives you time to go use the restroom, get some tea, get some lunch, get back, talk to Barney, which is awesome. Um, but yes, new shows, always, always bringing a new show, hosting new shows, which is awesome. So if you have that, if you have that voice, you want to do it, jump on in. Also for advertising, Todd does all the advertising, which is awesome. Um, which is just, as you see those, those advertisements, you, you again, reach out to the station, WLTKDB.com. Um, click the button, say you want some advertising going on. And he is amazing at re at creating the advertising for you. It's at really an inexpensive cost because if you think about it, it goes live throughout our shows, but it also stays in the podcast. So your advertisement, you're paying for the for the live version, but it's there forever. As long as our my podcast is showing, and trust me, guys, I am iHeartRadio, Spotify, all of those. I'm on Amazon, Amazon, Amazon Music. You can go to Amazon Prime, find me, Audible. 
you know what? All your advertising keeps playing through all of those. So they're being seen again and again and again. As my audience grows, so doesn't your advertising. So trust me, it's a great deal. And we're always looking for sponsors, guys, because we run on sponsors. So again, with sponsorship, I believe gets a little bit of advertisement. And you know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna kick this off there. Who are our sponsors right now? Do 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 do. I'm going to bring them up. I did not do this before. I'm going to bring them up. Who are our sponsors? I am going to look to the, the page because I think there's a list that says, hey, these are our sponsors. I'm not positive, but I'm going to look. I might be totally wrong. I don't know, Todd. Who are our sponsors? Do, 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 do. Ugh, I lost it. I lost it. Uh, maybe it's on Todd's personal page. I don't know. I don't know. Let me look. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Charlie then sent me a Mimi. This is my shocked face that I outed her again. She's not shocked. She's just like, because she knows I'm not doing it on purpose. She knows I'm not doing it on purpose. She knows it's just a big old oops in my department of oopses. And I tend to have oopses. Oh my God, I found the sponsor. So the sponsor so far right now, we got Port Gamble Ghost Walks, Port Gamble Paranormal. Um, they're uh, psychic mediumship readings, investigations, and ghost tours. And you can find them at www.portgambleparanormal.com. We also have um, Sherry Puts Todd Bates. Todd Bates is the biggest sponsor. Uh, Stephanie, um, her, I can never say your name, Stephanie. Stephanie Hertrader, a consultant. She is just um, just.usa.com backslash live healthy. And you can find that also at facebook.com backslash Swiss, just live health, live healthy. Um, and Stephanie will be your consultant for that. We've got Tyson's Gifts, which is, let me see, I got to get this back. You've seen also the commercial for that. How an, an eight pound canine became a man's greatest spiritual guide. And you can own your own copy of that because it is a book. It is www.tysonsgift.com. Um, and then we have Tyson's gift, the healing arts in person or, or distance energy healing humans and animals. Um, and that's Brandon, right? Okay. And his phone number, I'm going to shoot this out there because it's on the advertising five, one, 10 or five, one, zero, four, six, one, 40, 72. And then, you know, our other one is again, it's the 13th annual Port Gamble ghost conference, November 11th through the 13th. Um, and where's that? It says scan the code. I can't scan it, but, um, you can also visit the www.portgamble.com backslash upcoming events, upcoming com or slash events backslash goals. Ghost, just look at it. <laughs> Conferences. So, but we have some amazing sponsors. So please do us a favor, run, go check out our sponsors. They are awesome. They are awesome. So beautiful, beautiful guys. Thank you so much for showing up today. Oh, next week's guest, <clears throat> Tim, 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 Tina Conley. I was going to say Tim, Tim Conway, but I think he passed away, but that'd be cool. We can bring Tim Conway in, can't we? We'll just do a mediumship thing, bring him in, him and all the greats. Um, but Tina Con Conroy is coming on next week. She is the intuitive woman. She's been doing podcasting since I think she invented it. I mean, seriously. She's been doing it forever before podcasting was a thing. She was doing podcasting. She's flipping amazing. I love her to death. I did trance with her, trance class with her, and just met her. And she's just a beautiful woman. So I'm so glad to bring her on and share her with you. Um, and just so you know, if you want to go look at the intuitive woman, 
Um, you can literally Google that. You're going to see her podcast. You're going to see it. At, uh, uh, my inter her interview with me was on last week. So there you go. <sighs> there we go. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, guys, everybody, thank you so much for showing up. I'll see you next week here at 9, 9 a.m. Monday morning. Renee here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. And Charlie Lynn, thank you. I appreciate you so much.